This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bass. Capitol Hill correspondent Ali Vitali, NBC Washington correspondent Yamish Alcindor, and political strategist Susan Del Percio. Welcome all. Ali, take us through all of what's shaking out uh, in the Republican, the Republican rebels now getting what they want, George Santos getting committee appointments, McCarthy allies like Marjorie Taylor Greene getting back on committees they had been removed from by the Democrats now that the Republicans are very much in charge. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's a whole new Congress now, Andrea, and you're seeing that in terms of the way that these committee assignments have shaken out. Republicans getting a late start to it, but starting to assemble who's actually going to make up these committees on the majority side of them. And the thing that we're seeing is pretty much what we expected, which is that even though these 20 or so Republicans were the hardliners against McCarthy, their negotiations in many ways paid off because they were able to extract concessions from the speaker and also still land themselves on these key committees, the so-called A committees that everybody wants to be on, very coveted slots. I mean, you look, for example, at the Judiciary Committee, it is stacked with people like Matt Gates, Andy Biggs, Chip Roy, who were some of the key detractors during that week-long battle that McCarthy had for Speaker. And then, of course, looking ahead to people like Paul Gosar and Marjorie Taylor Greene getting their committee assignments back. And they're on key committees that are going to be doing a lot of the oversight, literally, of the Biden administration, something that the White House Counsel's Office is definitely taking notice of. And in a statement that was issued first to me and NBC News, they are pointing out the background here. I'll read to you a piece of what Ian Sams, one of the White House spokespeople, said to me, which is that the Biden administration, as they face down many different requests and inquiries from people like the Oversight Committee, stand ready to work in good faith to accommodate Congress's legitimate oversight needs. However, he goes on to say, with these members joining the Oversight Committee, it appears that House Republicans may be setting the stage for divorced from reality political stunts instead of engaging in bipartisan work on behalf of the American people, going on to say that Republicans are handing the keys of oversight to the most extreme MAGA members of the conference. That is, of course, the White House view here as we see them in the early stages of beginning to figure out how, and frankly, if you read this statement, if they are going to move forward in compliance with some of the requests that have already been sent from the oversight and other committees. Well, you certainly set the stage, Yamish. There certainly are new power centers here. And you've got the people, the the really extreme people who had been outsiders now in the inner circle. Certainly. And in some ways, it, it is a, a telling thing that the 21 people who spent days and days, frankly, embarrassing Kevin McCarthy, that they're going to be at the center, a part of these new power centers that we're seeing. But it also underscores that the Republican Party, for as much as they looked some, in some ways really um, not together and, and not unified, they are unified in this idea that they are going to still back these MAGA um, extremists. They're going to still back these people who are closely aligned to former President Trump and that they're not going to in some ways try to offer 
ostracize members based on what they see as maybe political opinions that they're too extreme. Kevin McCarthy is saying, these are the people I need to stay close to me. Also, let's remember that he agreed to these concessions that allow any one member to call him up and question whether or not he should remain speaker. So even though he's now been elected speaker, let's remember these are the same people who are holding the keys to him continuing to be in leadership. So in some ways, they're extracting, they already extracted a lot of benefits for holding out, but they're going to continue to extract benefits from him because they have the power still. So it's very interesting to see that. It's also interesting to see on the White House side, of course, you have Karine Jean-Pierre, who's been at the podium, but you have now Ian Sams being there, a voice that we're starting to hear. And we're starting to hear stark language from him, talking about the idea that he's saying these could be extreme political stunts. I also think it's interesting on the White House side that you're seeing new characters emerge, too, to really, in some ways, be the face of pushing back against Republicans, especially in a time where President Biden, though he's saying that he's being open and he's, he's open with these classified documents and is giving as much information as he can, he's obviously in a vulnerable point as his in his presidency, where you're even seeing Obama yeah. administration officials mm-hmm. saying it's getting harder and harder not to compare. We, I think we the, the point is, is that MSNBC, <clears throat> PBS, all of them understand their new power centers. This is the key point. Andy Biggs is going to join us at the bottom of the hour, one of the leaders of this new power center. Uh, it is Wednesday, 18 June, excuse me, January, not June yet, January, year of our Lord, 2023. Um, an incredible day. We've got a show. The second hour, we're going to lead with President Trump's throwdown on the Chinese Communist Party. We've got uh, Natalie Winters. We're going to have Dave Brett. Uh, Bradley Thayer are going to join us to deconstruct all of that and to talk about Interlink Davos in the CCP of what's going on there. Uh, Andy Biggs is going to join us. We're going to talk about these new power centers. And tomorrow morning, the debt ceiling hits. We're going to Russ vote on who's the architect of much of this. What you're seeing, and there's some crushing, uh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene throwing down against Matt Gates. I've got that up on Getter if you want to go check it out right now. She's questioning, hey, why did you even need to do this five days, Matt Gates and everybody pushing back. Hey, that's how we, <clears throat> that's how we got these new power centers. But in all this, we'll get to, uh, we'll, I also want to talk about the, uh, the parents' rights movement, another power center that's moving forward on CRT, mass mandates, gender ideology. Before I get to Biggs in that, I want to go back uh, to this incredible journey that Ben Burkwam, Oscar Blue Ramirez, and now they've teamed up the one and only Michael Young. Let's go ahead and play. I got a cold open for these guys. Let's go ahead and play it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thanks. We've only had all day to get it ready. So thank you, Denver. Uh, ben, let me go to you. We had a great cold open for you to tee up, but is it ready? Okay, yeah, it was that one, Denver. Let's go ahead and play it.
have this. Here's what's stunning. And, and, and Ben, first off, where'd you get, is that an advertisement for, for Chinese people to come to Central America, the Darien Gap to, to hike up to the, uh, the thousands of miles to the United States? What exactly did we just see? That is exactly that. Uh, we actually received that from smugglers in Nacokli. Uh, for obvious reasons, we can't uh, divulge their, their identity for security for themselves. But this is being sent out from smugglers from, uh, from Colombia to China to entice Chinese illegal aliens to come through the Darien Gap. And as you watch that and you listen to the music, and sorry for the podcast audience that couldn't see it, this, it, it, you know, it's Bell, it's, it's, it's Disneyland. It's so much fun. You're going to have this the time of your life. You're coming over. It's going to be amazing. We're going to take you through this. They even put points on the map. And we're actually at one of those points when you were looking at that. We're at Puerto Albaldia. We just linked up with Michael Yan. We're on the Panama side now. We're going to be covering what's going on here. But this is what it's become. It's a travel agency to the world for human trafficking. Uh, Michael, uh, Jan, you just hooked up with these guys. That that advertisement's unbelievable. I mean, people have no earthly idea. They think they're literally coming on some sort of nice travel junket, almost like a cruise. Uh, and, and and that is not what the Darien Gap is, is it, sir? No, sir. As you know, it's the Davos cruise. And uh, I, I mentioned this on your show a couple of years ago from Colombia, right? They were... CNN was doing something similar. I saw it on a big screen television at a hotel in Colombia when I was with Chuck Holton and Misako Ganaha tracking the invasion. And by the way, Misako Ganaha, just about three hours ago, tracked uh, Klaus Schwab right to his car. She got it on video, and he got into a car. We're trying to figure out if it was electric or not. Anyway, <laughs> she just put it on Twitter. She sent it to me before she posted it. But this is all coming from the Davos crowd. They're facilitating this hop, this human osmotic pressure. They're flooding through here. That's why I spend so much time down here. This is a main artery to the United States right here. It's one thing your osmotic pressure is the pull of the Biden administration's, the pull of the Biden administration's uh, regime's policies. But here you actually have people making money, lying to people, because when they get there, I think, Ben, you or Oscar said this morning, there were people you saw that. 15 minutes into the Darien Gap, which is, I don't know, seven, eight, 10 days, they said, hey, are we there yet? I mean, this is the NGOs. This is the people working with the cartels. And this is, looks like even travel groups out, outright lying to people about, about this in, journey that's ahead, that the women are going to be raped, the kids are going to be kidnapped. Uh, who's responsible here? Who, who, who actually can be held accountable? Ultimately, I really, Michael just said that, and that was uh, Oscar this morning talking about that. We on, literally on the hike, we were going a day. We went a day from uh, Kapurgana, which is just around the bend here, up up with these illegal aliens that were heading up through the Darien Gap. And 15 minutes in, they're saying, uh, are we there yet? Uh, this is all coming from the globalists, the leftists, the communists out of Washington, D.C. It's a global attack on the Western world being perpetrated by these people that, that really don't care about the lives of these people. Now, the cartel is enriching themselves because of it, but the epicenter, the foundation of this is the UN. Uh, it's it's the, the Davos crowd. It's Klaus Schwab. It's all these people, the global reset. It's all tied together. And they're all going around the world saying, it's our fault that you're living the way you're living. It's climate change. It's all of this nonsense. You deserve the, the American dream. All you have to do is send yourself through the cartel's through the Darien Gap, 
and, and it's going to be amazing. This is the lie that's going around, but it's all tied to that foundation of the destruction of the West, destruction of the United States. And as that's happening, millions of people are suffering and dying. And ultimately, millions are also invading America and destroying the, the foundation of America as well. And if America falls, the world falls, and it all ties back to that cyclical <coughs> movement from the left. May I, may I mention the Chinese coming through the Darien Gap, Steve? A hundred percent. I've been finding yeah. more Chinese yeah, sure. coming Go through ahead. the jungle. And so naturally, uh, thank you, Steve. And naturally, when I find Chinese, I zoom right in on them. And uh, they've shown me their WeChat. Uh, they're clearly landing in Ecuador first. And so uh, many are, are, are clearly landing in Ecuador. So that's clearly an en route right there. And there are these the Kuna Indians who are out here living in the jungle nearby. Uh, I was out with them today with some friends. Uh, the Kuna Indians are getting sick from the migrants coming through. I mean, physically sick. They're getting, uh, their children are getting some kind of illness, bleeding uh, through their mouths and noses, uh, diarrhea and other issues. Uh, and also a huge malaria outbreak. Three Indians were taken away from their village yesterday. And, you know, we talked with the, the, the chief in this village. Uh, he's uh, 85, 85, I believe, or 87. Anyway, he's an older man. We walked with him for quite a while to, in the jungle today. And, uh, and he said that, you know, he's never seen malaria outbreak like this in his life. And he's lived there all of his life. And uh, you know, it was clearly coming in from the migrants who bathed. I asked the, the chief if the, if, the, uh, if the children were drinking the water uh, or, you know, bathing in the same water as the migrants. And he said, yes, of course, we know malaria is the vector is mosquitoes, but also there's other things going on. There's besides uh, malaria, besides whatever's happening to the children, uh, there, there's a lot of illness. They're chopping down the coconut trees. The migrants chop down the coconut trees. The Kuna make their living off of those coconut trees. They chop, the, the migrants chop down the coconut trees so they can get coconuts. And so, and they're stealing out of the farm, out of the Kuna's uh, farmland and whatnot. Keep in mind, the Kuna are very warlike. I mean, they're deadly people. And so they've actually stopped doing the route that we were at today because it's quite dangerous. And so they've gone back to another route, which is an Embara route, and the Embara Indians have been killing them as well. Guys, hang on for one second. We're gonna take a we're gonna take a short commercial break. When we return, we got Michael Yon, Ben Burkham from Mill America's Voice. We've got uh, Oscar Blue Ramirez uh, down at the mouth of the Darien Gap. We're gonna return in just a moment. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden? More wasteful government spending, higher taxes, the deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bannon to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, 
Uh, I want to go back to the Darien Gap. We're going to have the guys back on tomorrow. Uh, ben, you're down there at Real America's Voice, the only channel that's doing this investigation. People have got to remember, this is going to all inform these investigations that are going to be the predicate for the impeachment of Mayorkas and others. Uh, Michael Yon, like Starbucks, has been down there for years. Ben, how do people get more of you on Real America's Voice? How do they get you and Blue on social media? Uh, real quick, to, to wrap up what, what uh, Michael just said, this, those people, the very people that the left pretends to care about, they're the ones that they are destroying. We're going to be bringing that to you. We're going to be going to those villages, bringing you footage no one else has ever seen before with Michael tomorrow, Michael Yan and the crew here. Uh, so stay tuned for that. You can find all of that. It's going to be americasvoice.news, uh, frontlineamerica.com, and my social media, at Ben Berkwam. And I'm on Michael underscore Yan on Twitter and also on Locals, Michael Yan, Y-O-N is my last name. Ramirez uh, on Getter, OscarBlueRamirez.com. Uh, also, uh, Real America's Voice News, sir. Thank you, brother. Thank you, guys. And, Michael, we're going to track down Masako. We want to have her on from Davos uh, tomorrow. Thank you very much. Great job. And be safe. Particularly now that Jan, you're traveling with Jan, you got to be, have, be uh, even more on They're watch. Jan's a wild man. I got these boys They're under control. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does, man. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Um, we talked about power. You know, we opened with uh, MSNBC and, uh, and uh, you know, I think one of the correspondents from MSNBC and also from PBS talking about new power centers. And they were talking about new power centers in the House. Andy Biggs is going to join us in a few minutes at the bottom of the hour. He's one of the ones that were part of the 20 and he was part of the Magnificent Six that got us these new power centers. One that's come up over the last year or so is the uh, particularly Moms for Liberty and these parents' rights groups that have won so many seats at school boards. This is a new power center, and it is uh, one that's growing every day because people got to understand just because we won some school board seats and made this a national issue, I think starting in the spring and summer of uh, 2021, this is a long, tough fight ahead of us. And honored to have Alvin Liu on here for Courage is a Habit Alvin, you become kind of a specialist in, in, in informing people what they have to do on the CRT at school boards, et cetera. I got Tiffany Palefko on with you. Uh, this is a topic that's bigger than ever. Walk us through w- what you actually recommend and what you do to help people. Thank you, Steve. I uh, love what you do. Uh, my name is Alvin Louie. I'm from Courage to Habit. And so my organization builds tools and resources for the average parent because we don't say that we help defend your children, we empower you to do it because we believe that every parent naturally knows how to do it. But parents are brainwashed first, not children. And so what we do is we give parents the confidence through tools and resources, both from breaking down critical race theory, how they get it in there through social emotional learning. We break down the technical aspects of these programs because it's very complicated and it's confusing on purpose. And then we also talk about things like gaslighting and things like emotional blackmail and how to get past that so that a parent has confidence to defend their children. I, I want to make sure people understand because this thing has now come up, you know, really, I guess, from the Loudoun County schools and in, in, in Fairfax County. And sure. because it's been on Fox and it's been on Tucker and we had some wins, you know, a lot of people think, oh, you know, Glenn Youngkin took care of that. You know, Abbott's taking care of that. DeSantis is calling it out. You've got... Uh, Tiffany Justice and people, these organizations sure. now with uh, Tiffany Palefko, yeah. th- that it's all over, it's all done. I- is that the case or is this really the top of the first inning? 
Oh no, not at all, not at all. We're definitely playing from behind because they've been they've been planning this for quite some time, and we're just feeling it now because it's been saturated. So the victories and the wins that you've seen some fantastic organizations like Monster Liberty and Parents Defending Education, we're just scratching the surface. And thank God for them. Thank God for the work that they do. Um, but we're just scratching the surface. Uh, so, for example, th- one of the things that we've done at Courage as a Habit is we've exposed the school counselors and social workers. And largely, parents are still fairly blind to that because they believe that there's still the guidance counselors of the past. You know, those nice guidance counselors where they just, you know, help you with your academics. And, and that's lo- that ship's long sailed. And so at CourageAsAHabit.org, we did this exposure called Behind Closed Doors. And uh, if you go to school counselors, uh, we have a, 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 a expose on them called Behind Closed Doors. And we're just featuring them in their own habitat. We're not edit, editing anything. We're just saying, hey, this is what they're talking about. We infiltrated their uh, annual conference. We uh, go to their uh, webinars and their trainings. And we say, listen, don't listen to us. Watch them in their natural habitat. And the school counselors and the social workers are the largest purveyors of the transgender cult and critical race theory because they control the culture of the school, not just one classroom, but the entire culture. And now, Steve, one of the things that they're doing that's so devious and and so effective, and if, if your listeners get nothing out of my little segment here, I want them to remember this. Through mental health Trojan horse programs, they're redefining two words, and the two words are safety and abuse. Now, up to now, every normal person knows what it means when a child is unsafe. And we have, and thank God, we have programs in place to remove a child from truly volatile and abusive situations. But today, the school counselors and social workers, they're redefining safe and abuse by saying, if you as a parent do not succumb to the transgender ideology, you don't use the pronouns, and then the pronouns become binders, tucking, it becomes puberty blockers, hormone blockers, or hormones, uh, drugs, and surgeries. If you don't succumb to that, you, the parents, are unsafe. Your home is abusive. And guess who's the safe place? The schools. And that's how they're going to slowly start separating parents uh, from their kids. And that's what you're seeing across the country. And it's coming through these mental health programs through the social workers and school counselors uh, like American School Counseling Association, which we call ASCA, which is what the the Behind Closed Doors uh, campaign is about. What did we tell you today about Davos? One of the big things they're pushing is mental health, not nonstop. Alvin, hang on for one second. I want to bring in Tiffany Palufko of, of Moms yes, for Liberty. Tiffany, is, is, is Alvin right? Is this, is this, is this, we're still at the top of the first inning here. You know, people had said, Hey, you guys are on fire. You're, you're starting chapters. Uh, people are joining. Uh, is this a lot, is this a longer and tougher fight than we thought we had? Steve, thank you so much again for having me on. And, Yeah, Alvin is 100% correct. And here's why, especially when he starts talking about mental health, social emotional learning, and increased counselors in our school setting. I currently serve on the Loudoun County School Board. I won my election this past November by a very slim margin, uh, 98 votes, but a win is a win. And I made one of the pillars of my platform, Parents Right, 1-240.1 in the Virginia Code. Parents have a fundamental right to the care, education, and upbringing of their children. And when our school district 
put out um, a bid and, and followed through with contracting a company called RTI International associated with Bill Gates to formulate our strategic plan last year. Mind you, this is before I was on the school board. Lo and behold, there was a push for more social emotional learning. And so what does that mean for our budget now coming into 2023? Well, we're looking at adding $2.5 million to our budget to increase school counselors at the elementary school level. And I'm waiting to receive information wow. about why specifically we need those counselors and what particular uh, quantitative behavioral data we have to show a need for that. Because I have been on your show multiple times before uh, over a year emotional learning and how it's not critical race theory anymore. That's called social emotional learning because we have uh, we have schools that are operating under programs like uh, they're funded by Committee for Children called Second Step Social Emotional Learning. They're affiliated with uh, Learning for Justice, which was formerly known as Southern Poverty Law Center, that seeks to disrupt and dismantle white supremacy. So anytime you hear that, you know this is critical race theory. It's gender ideology. They're surveying our kids for their preferred pronouns, and that violates the Protection of People Rights Amendments. That's a, that is a federal law. And so what we need to realize as parents here, I mean, we're on page three of a 5,000-page volume. That's probably where we are right now. But what we really need to realize is that if we can unite and grab our power at the legal level instead of fighting over cultural issues and culture wars, which is exactly what they want us to do, and like, you know, we've heard many times before, as soon as people find out what is critical race theory, they change it. They change it so that parents don't know. And so that so unsuspecting people will think that social emotional learning is just great because who could have any problem with social emotional learning? This is how it works. These are the tactics they use. And like I said, we're on page three of a 5,000 book volume. So we really have to unite wow. under the law and realize what these schools are doing there that's violating not only federal law, um, but state law. I took, I took an oath to uphold the U.S. Constitution, the Constitution of Virginia as a school board member, and I plan to continue doing just that. Tiffany, hang on a second. Uh, when you say you have resources, Alvin, where do people go? What, what is your site? social media how do people get more access to you and the resources and tools that you have for parents sir it's a uh, courage is a habit.org uh, and most of our tools at the end will have a call to action because we believe that uh, outrage without an outlet uh, will, will simply frustrate parents. And so we always want to give parents a call to action, whether it be an opt-out form, whether it be a tactic or a strategy, something where they feel enraged, but that the next day they can actually do something to protect their children, um, whether it's through the school counselors, SEL surveys. And you know, Tiffany eloquently talked about how they're spending so much money and how they're justifying it. And the way they're justifying it is through these surveys and the data mining. And they will tell Tiffany and they will tell all the parents, oh, it's evidence-based. It's, it's research. Research shows. And they're doing that through the data mining of the children. And that's one of the things that we really push hard on for parents to, to get out of the data mining. So, so it's courageisahabit.com. Is that where they go? It's courageisahabit.org. It's courageisahabit.org. Courageisahabit.org. Yeah. Come and sign up for a newsletter. Support us because every everything that we do comes, you know, every support you have comes right back to the, our work. And we're just putting out these tools so that you I as want, a parent can stay on offense. Yeah. I want people to pile into their short break, bigs next in the world. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us. 
and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that mm-hmm. starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the the letters, sq.com. And download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. Okay, well, welcome back. Uh, Tiffany Palefko uh, on the board up in Long County. Tiffany, and we've been with you for, I don't know, a year and a half now, I think since the spring of 2021. Yunkin won in 2021, and now we're hearing there's certain school districts that are not putting kids on the national merit when they win it. They didn't get it onto their college applications. What's going on? I thought in the Commonwealth of Virginia, we're on top of this. The, the, pe- the parents have to understand they still have to have uh, Governor Yunkin's back. I mean, what's going on? Listen, Steve, parents just need to understand that they have to take control here in, in this situation. And they need to be vigilant because a governor cannot solve all of our problems. And, and as soon as you realize that and you start to look around and you see that things are happening across multiple counties. This is not isolated to Fairfax County. We know it's happened in Loudoun County as well. I don't know all this, you know, all particulars here, but we know there are multiple schools that have been affected by this. And we also know that one of the reasons that these children did not receive their notice on time is because administrators didn't want to make other children feel bad. Well, guess what? We live in a society in which meritocracy uh, should be valued and continue to be valued. A rising tide lifts all boats. And these, these kids deserve to be recognized for the hard work and, and what they did to yeah. achieve what they achieved, point blank. But furthermore, uh, people just need to ask themselves, why do we still have social emotional learning in Virginia? If we have an executive order that's removing the tenets of critical race theory, why is social emotional learning still being taught in our schools? Yeah. No. So, we got to get on top of this. You. Tiffany, how do people, how do people, how do people follow you? How do they get to you? So they can find me on Twitter um, at Tiffany for BR is my more of a personal account for me. Um, but you can also follow my official uh, school board page on Twitter. It's at Tiffany Polifco and that's Tiffany Polifco Loudoun County School Board. Tiffany, thank you very much and uh, fight on. Thank you. Thank you. The, the lesson I want, the lesson I want people to take from this is that, Hey, these are continuous fights. I mean, just because you win an election, just so you win a school board, you, you see that. And that's what I keep talking about, a new power center, this parental rights movement, maybe one of the most powerful we have. I want to bring in Congressman Andy Biggs. Congressman, we started in uh, the Darien Gap. We've got a t- Real America's Voice, got an investigative team doing the journey from Venezuela all the way up to the southern border. It's shocking what we're finding out 
Uh, I know the border is one of your top uh, focuses, but to, over the last 48, 72 hours, your name is being thrown around as one of the leaders of the new power center. MSNBC and CNN, New York Times, Washington, they are, I've never seen them in f- more full meltdown than this, that, that McCarthy has no power, that it's, uh, it's Biggs, it's Gates, it's, uh, it's Boebert, it's the 20, it's the six. Talk to us about what's really going on. I, I, I see a whole new aggressive nature in these committees and people getting on these committees and, and what's uh, being asked and what's being looked for. Give us your perspective, sir. Yeah, so I don't know that I would say you've had a, a, a shift in the power uh, base within the Congress on the Republican side. What I think you've seen, though, is when you have a narrow margin, it changes the leverage points. And it also uh, it reveals so much because the fact of the matter is most Republicans in Congress are center right. In fact, I would say all of them are, 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 are that way with the exception of a few. And the, that means that some of us are going to be able to pull the whole conference to the right. And many of my friends who are center-right, they've been wanting uh, an ability to get to the right. And what it does is it allows us to do things, Steve, and I think this is critical, negotiate from a point of power as opposed to uh, moving to the middle uh, at your weakest position and then negotiating further from there. How about starting at your most conservative position with the ideal, just go as far as you possibly can to the right, knowing that you will be dragged to the left by some of our friends and you won't be negotiating against yourself anymore. So that's what I see happening. Then I also see the committees uh, aligning up and and have a more uh, equitable distribution of committee assignments that include members of the Freedom Caucus and other conservative uh, members uh, when we've been traditionally kind of frozen out of some of the what they call the A committees or the power committees. And so that's those things are happening uh, right now as we speak. Do you feel after that week that the voices of the Freedom Caucus, the voices of the 20 and the voices, particularly the Magnificent Six, do you think that because afterwards, it was some people said it's going to be incredible payback. You're not going to hear from these guys. You know, they're going to get crushed. Do you think that overall in the conference that your voices are being heard more or is it now in a series of payback? I don't think there's going to be retribution or payback. I think there's going to be some. Some people will have raw feelings that linger, but uh, the, the margin's too close, Steve. So that means that, that regardless of how angry you might be at the six or the 20 or even the, the, the people who actually were simpatico with us but just didn't ever vote with us, you, you can't no, – nobody can get frozen out. We're going to have to come together. And that's what – I actually said that in my floor speech. I said, "Lo, in the end – look at this. In the end, we're going to have to come together. And we find out that most of us, all of us, whether it's your far left part of the of the spectrum of our conference or the or far right, we actually agree on 95% of things. So that's where we need to, to live in that 95% for the most part. And make and if we do that, we'll have a really successful session that the American people will say, yeah, the Republicans could govern. And they really do uh, get it what's going on because most American people uh, uh, get that, including Democrats, uh, in, at the rank and file level outside of the, the few radical lefties that, that control the Democrat party today. Look, there, there, you know, there's the normal business of Congress and every Congress you're going to have certain committees or certain things important, but you've got tomorrow we hit the debt ceiling. You've been a proponent since you're from Arizona five of, 
of uh, the invasion of the southern border. Plus, you now it's not just investigation. You have a whole committee, like a new church committee on the weaponization of government. Then you have these investigations that got to take place about the Biden administration with uh, with, uh, you know, compartment of top secret information. And then you've got the whole CCP president. Trump put a thing out today at six o'clock. We're going to go through all of that. So the second hour of the show is going to be lit. Where do you see this? How do you see this? The 20 and the six driving the agenda on debt ceiling, on the invasion of the southern border, on things like your impeachment uh, proposal, Mayorkas, on. uh, I mean, there's so many. I mean, we curate this show and I tell people for the two hours we do in the morning and the afternoon, four hours a day. There's another three hours of stuff that we just can't even get to that's all front burner. So how do you see this developing? Well, I do see that. Uh, if you look at the committee assignments that have been released, and, and those are just new people on assignments on judiciary and on oversight that are going to drive a significant number of these investigations, you'll see that they are the, they're the heart, heartbeat of the conservative movement. These are the people that are going to be there and work, and I'll be there on both of those committees. And, and we're going to go in there and drive that agenda. On things like the uh, uh, this, this seal, debt ceiling, uh, people need to understand there are ways to deal with it. We know that's going to happen every year. How about reducing spending? So what you're seeing is it, it, some of my friends in the more moderate side of our conference, they're coming out and saying, we can't lift this debt ceiling again unless we get a deal on reduced spending uh, a reduced spending package. Those are t- the types of things that I think are being driven uh, by uh, the 20 and the 6. And, and I think that there are so many people that are sim- – uh, sympathetic and agree with that within our conference, then you're going to see, Steve, in my opinion, uh, a, a move uh, to the to, within the center right direction that we are a little bit more to the right even because people understand we're going off the cliff here, whether it's spending, whether it's the border or anything else. There's going to be a handful of people that are going to say, let's give amnesty on the border, on the immigration stuff. Uh, but that's just going to be a real small handful because the vast majority of our conference understands we've got a massive crisis on the border. You're pr- probably pushing in excess of 35 million people illegally in the country. You can't grant amnesty to that. And every time you even begin talking about amnesty, you 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 see this this number of people start uh, flooding. I mean, there's a perfect correlation going yes. back 40 yes. years. So, Steve, we're driving it to the right, and I think that's what's important. Oversight in, in, in judiciary, you know, I, I totally agree with what Speaker McCarthy has said from the beginning. We can't have impeachments. Or you can't have investigations look like they're political. You have to have these investigative apparatuses actually get down and show the receipts. Give me give me your thoughts on that since you sit on the two that are going to be the tip of the spear of all this. Yeah, I mean, we need to do this in the normal due process way where you're granting due process, where you're lifting up rocks. You're doing it deliberately. You're allowing it to be transparent. You're allowing counsel to be there. And and none of this, uh, this cramming this down where, uh, you know, you're going to force Democrats to, to put the people we want on their, on the committee from their side. You, it has to be, we're going to show the American people a fair way of doing investigation. And what I'll think you, what I think you'll find is, is people will appreciate that due process, but they'll also see what I think that they'll see, and that is massive amounts of corruption in Washington, D.C. today, and both sides of the aisle out, outside of Washington, D.C.'s bubble, they agree D.C. is a corrupt town and we need to get to the bottom of it. And if we do it in a fair and, and respectful way and yet aggressive to get to the bottom of it, I think people will be pleased. 
So, you know, I say this about the J6 thing. The book came out. Nobody even talks about it. It's like it never existed. So you're committed. We're hearing you here today. You're committed. No show trials like in J6 because at the end of the day, it doesn't prove anything. The American people can sit there. No cross-examiner witnesses. No no evidence given to the uh, to the minority, to the ranking member because there is no ranking member. So there'll be no J6 type show trials that Pelosi's uh, house uh, perpetrated on the American people, sir. Right. That's exactly right. And we've, we've already talked about it. This isn't for show. This is actually to get to the bottom of things and reveal the truth and, and get at the bottom of uh, get the truth. And one of the thing about uh, as a former trial lawyer myself, it, this adversarial process um, allows each side to kind of get at and adjudicate the truth. Now, I might view the world in a certain way. Uh, you know, somebody on the side, uh, far left is going to view it another way. But we're going to get at the at the the truth that everybody can agree on. Well, these are the facts, not emotion, but the facts. And as you reveal those facts, and you don't do it in a show trial fashion, but you do it where people you respect the due process rights that people have as Americans, you f- you will find out all kinds of things. That's why that's why cross examination is so important, and that's why when you didn't do cross examination in J six. Or when you fiddle with the evidence like manufactured or or uh, the videos were all manipulated, America's, Americans know that and they don't respect it. Not even the left media respects that because it's just, oh, well, this is a foregone conclusion. It's all been done to get at a, at a predetermined outcome. And we can't do that. And I, I know the two chairmen of those two committees and, and the membership, uh, we all agree on that point. Uh, we got a minute real quickly. You were the first to put in uh, uh, paperwork for the impeachment of Mallorca. So you're going to retool that. What's what's the latest status of that? Yeah, we've we've been working on it. It actually uh, will be ready to go. It's it's being circulated amongst other members to get other sponsors, co-sponsors. We've added things like the these these parole uh, violations of the parole statutes that they have. So not only did they let in well over three hundred thousand, but but right now they're dancing around. Uh, allowing thirty thousand a month from four countries: uh, Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, and Venezuela. Yeah. That's that's illegal. These are the things that that are are the high crimes that the founders described. Not not technical felonies, but real crimes against the United States and the people of the United States. Everybody, tell how do people follow you? Because now that you're on these major committees, investigative committees, more than ever, people got to follow Congressman Biggs. How do they do it? At Rep. Andy Biggs AZ, uh, at Rep. Andy Biggs AZ, or you can go to biggs.house.gov. Congressman Biggs, uh, congratulations. Uh, good luck. Godspeed. The Warren Posse always has your back. Thank you for coming on. Hey, thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. We would not have gotten any of this if it was not for the courage of Andy Biggs. Always remember that. That took that was a profile in courage. Okay, we come back. Naomi Wolf, we're gonna go to Davos with a, an explosive video. Then at the top of the hour, the whole hour, start with Trump, got Natalie Winters, uh, we got uh, Brat and uh, Thayer. It's gonna be explosive. Back in a moment. CovidTaxRelief.org got a small retail business almost eighty thousand dollars. CovidTaxRelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, and CovidTaxRelief.org just got a large distribution business almost nine hundred thousand dollars. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit, and paid your employees through all 
or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, welcome back. Go up and get her. In fact, tonight, I think at eight o'clock, we're going eight o'clock Eastern time. We're going to be doing. Uh, we're going to be live streaming uh, Rudy's uh, reveal. He's got some big reveal he's working on in regards to the Biden situation. Uh, Grace Chung and um, Captain Ben are going to be doing that. Go to get her. We've got information immersion. You got Real America's Voice up there. They're putting up stuff all the time. We're putting up stuff all the time. You get the Ben Burkwam, all of it. Also, make sure you go to mypillow.com promo code War Room. You got the slippers, okay? They're they're forty nine bucks. You get a ninety dollar discount. You got to get them this for this winter, man. They're absolutely spectacular. Of course, you got all of the other sales, the inventory clearances. You got to buy one, get one free. Mypillow.com and including the sheets as low as twenty nine ninety nine. So make sure you support the armor piercing shell. You've got the great manufacturing company of uh, Mypillow. Of course, your humble servants here. Okay, we've got here's what we got. We got uh, we've got Naomi Wolf. We're going to have Rebel News, a blockbuster uh, interview they did in Davos, tracking somebody down. And then at 6 o'clock, we're going to go right into the 6 o'clock show. It's going to be explosive. Okay, we got it. We're ready to roll. I don't want to have roll if we're not ready. We're ready? You sure we're ready? We're ready? Let's hit it. We brought on board this extraordinary uh, project director who's now our COO, Amy Kelly, who has skill sets I know that I, you know, I would never – have been able to find elsewhere, certainly don't have. So she organized this huge group into six working groups um, with a committee overseeing each of them. And they've produced now 51 reports. And um, this is a separate subject, but I'll, I'll touch on it quickly and then I'll stop and, and take questions. Um, this group found in the Pfizer documents evidence of really the greatest crime against humanity, probably since the second world war. And I'm Jewish and the granddaughter of a, woman who lost nine brothers and sisters in the Holocaust. So I don't say that lightly, but basically what, what emerges from the Pfizer documents is that Pfizer knew um, that the mRNA injections did not work within a month after rollout. Um, they knew that they caused hard damage in minors uh, four months before there was a press release telling any parents that they caused hard damage in minors. They knew that they... <sighs> I mean, there's so many headlines. 61 people died of stroke um, in the Pfizer documents in just three months. Uh, and half of the strokes were within 
48 hours of the injection. There are thousands and thousands of heart examples of heart damage, myocarditis, pericarditis, you know, blood clots, lung clots, uh, as I mentioned, strokes, brain hemorrhages, um, catastrophic harms that, of course, we weren't told about. Um, they knew, I mean, the really creepy thing in the Pfizer documents, there's so much that, that is creepy, is a 360-degree scrutiny of human reproduction. So Pfizer defines exposure to the vaccine as including uh, inhalation, skin contact, and sexual intercourse, um, specifically from men to women. Uh, in other words, they s- seem to uh, define exposure as ejaculation. Um, they warn men in the study who are having se- sex with women of childbearing age either to abstain or to use two effective methods of contraception and they define exposure uh, to the vaccine as especially notable at the moment of conception. So they knew there was something about the injection that um, could harm uh, harm reproduction in that way. Um, we found in the Pfizer documents that Pfizer knew that the uh, lipid nanoparticles um, and the, the, the materials distributed within 48 hours to the spleen, the brain, and but notably the ovaries and the testes as well, and the liver. Um, and this, of course, interested me tremendously because I'm seeing this damage to women, you know, with their menses. Horrible. Pfizer has like 20 different names for damage to women's menstrual cycle in the Pfizer documents. Um, 72% of the adverse events are to women. And of those, Pfizer defines 16% of them as uh, reproductive disorders. That's Pfizer's words. Mr. Borla, can I ask you, when did you know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission? How long did you know that without saying it publicly? Thank you very much. I'm sorry. To that question. I mean, we, we now know that the vaccines didn't stop transmission, but why did you keep it secret? You said it was 100% effective, then 90%, then 80%, then 70%. But we now know that the vaccines do not trans- stop transmission. Why did you keep that secret? Have a nice day. I won't have a nice day until I know the answer. Why did you keep it a secret that your vaccine did not stop transmission? Is it time to apologize to the world, sir? To give refunds back to the com- countries that poured all their money into your vaccine that doesn't work, your ineffective vaccine? Yeah, you have a little bit of right are you not ashamed of what you've done in the last couple of years? Do you have any apologies to the public, sir? Are you proud of it? You've made millions on the backs of people's entire livelihoods. How does that feel to walk the streets as a millionaire on the backs of the regular person at home in Australia, in England, in Canada? What do you think about on your yacht, sir? What do you think about on your private jet? Are you worried about product liability? Are you worried about myocarditis? What about the sudden deaths? What do you have to say about young men dropping dead of heart attacks every day? Why won't you answer these basic questions? No apologies, sir. Do you you think you should be charged criminally for for some of the criminal behavior you've Obviously being a part of. How much money have you personally made off the vaccine? How many boosters do you think it'll take for you to be happy enough with your earnings? 
Nothing. Who did you meet with here in secret? Will you disclose who you met with? Who did you pay commissions to? In the past, Pfizer has paid $2.3 billion in fines for deceptive marketing. Have you engaged in that same conduct again? Are you under investigation like you were before for your deceptive marketing, sir? If any other product in the world doesn't work as promised, you get a refund. Should you not refund to countries that laid out billions for your ineffective vaccine? Are you used to only sympathetic media so you don't know how to answer any questions? Is that it? Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. WARROOM POSSE, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.